0: Paul and Rossi launches.
1: Great, play, great, play. great jump from Alexander Rossi trying to break the draft now. It was a really slow start, but all in line, Joseph Newgard are going to look to the outside maybe. Pato award
0: that orange and black car gets together with Marcus Erickson in the red and white car. Elbows out, bar banging in Road America. And Pillow is under pressure, the two Chip Ganassi racing cars are there. Rosenquist on the inside at turn three. Good clean start,
1: except for this! Jimmy Johnson oh, out in no. the back, turn three. Stays out of the gravel though, I think he'll be able to... Red one. Oh no, sounds like the engine's dead. Three wide, the Air McLaren cars. Side... Oh sorry, no, Scott Dixon on the inside of Felix
0: Rosenquist there. That is one of the key overtaking points. This oh. is below the defending race winner. The American Legion Honda is off. you from Romain grosjean's car. Ericsson to the inside.
1: Yeah, you oh, saw the yeah. front wheel, it just broke the towing.
0: Newgarden is definitely closer this time around. Then Marcus Ericsson. Then Romain grosjean Look at Newgarden! Newgarden putting the challenge and putting the heat on Rossi. Newgarden backs out. He'll regroup. Look to make it happen out of turn three. Meanwhile, Colton Herta with another move forward. Herta put the moves on. That is Scotty McLaughlin. Good work there. Then Simon Pagino oh. tucked in then Dixon. This is Devlin DiFrancesco De on Elio Castro Neves. That was a very decisive move from the young Canadian. Elio
1: heads up and moved in line, and Alexander Rossi taking note from Marcus Erickson's book, sneaking down
0: the straightaway, trying to break the draft of Joseph Newgard. Further back, Scott Dixon made a move and put the squeeze on Pagino. Pagino having none of it. We haven't gotten to the crossover point yet. It's Devlin D.Francesco. De oh. Goes to make a move on Will Power and slams the back of the Verizon driver. This is the same corner where he got Castroneves the lap before. And Power is defending. And then DeFrancesco comes and tries to do the fake right. Shoot left, shoot left once, and then shoot left again. And, and just really gets it wrong down there. Colton Herta has a run, here comes Dixon and Pagino once again side by side. Look at O'Ward and Colton Herta, the yellow and black car to the outside. These two guys were teammates many years ago. There's Pagano on Dixon, look out, oh. here comes Sato on Malukas, the teammates from Dale Coyne Racing. Sato's the biggest mover of the race so far, up seven spots, battling it out with his rookie teammate
1: watch him peel off, and Joseph oh. Newgarden comes with him. Now it's a race on pit lane. Team Penske
0: versus Andretti on pit lane. And Rossi, as we've mentioned, so good on the primaries right here. No adjustments for him. He said the first stint was their race. We'll see if that plays out as well. Newgarden at the front of pit road, too. Quick stop by the 27 march, and it's a race off pit road that Joseph Newgarden looks like he they will win, did. and he does. Look at that dip. Great teamwork
1: at Team Penske. They service the two and send him ahead. And it was bad luck for Alexander Rossi. Joseph Newgarden teammate scott mclaughlin was entering his pit box right as alexander was trying to
0: leave he had to hold another guy that has to take care of his tires and race is simon pagino who gets off on the fastest corner at this racetrack frankly the fastest corner in the united states the kink at road america watch this
2: problems for Pato Award. Engines
0: dead. Engines dead he says. Fourth caution. Alexander Rossi says you beauty. Green flies. Never like it. Rossi's playing defense now. The gap is so big that Rossi has Ericsson charging. Ericsson to the inside of that red and white car. The Indy 500 winner in position to grab second. Will Rossi try and go around the outside? Yes! Newgarden's gone! Erickson gets second. Here comes Herder on his teammate, that yellow and black car. Wow, really defensive driving from Alexander Rossi. Grosjean goes to the inside. Three teammates together. Joseph Newgarden has done it at Road America. What a drive! That's a million-dollar drive! Uh, we're
3: we're by Joseph Newgarden
1: bucks. and redemption. And a million bucks, bud. His disappointment. Look at the yeah, match scramble that. to the line. That's pretty cool. Rosenquist, McLaughlin, Ray Hall That was pretty wild stuff. That's pretty cool, he said. Billion bucks you just won. Huh? Oh, that's
3: neat. <laughs> Watch the Honda Indy 200 at Mid-Ohio Sunday, July 3rd at noon on NBC.
4: Here, let's try that. And with that, welcome to episode number 30 of the Push to Pass podcast. I am uh, Derek Vance, and joining me as usual, you see over there in his uh, Dan Weldon 2005 shirt that he got at the Indianapolis 500, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, Josh Roberts. Josh, uh, first and foremost, uh, glad to uh, glad to be back here. We had a week off uh, to uh, take a deep breath and, and recuperate and uh, uh, see where uh, everything lies but uh, glad to be back uh, this week. Uh, we're going to uh, the, the land of the cheeseheads, uh, Road America up there in Wisconsin for the Sunso uh, Grand Prix at, uh, at Road America. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that, uh, break that down a little bit here as, as this uh, show unfolds. Uh, but like I said, glad to be back uh, from uh, from uh, uh, last week's break.
2: Oh yeah, uh, it was nice having uh, having a weekend off, not having to worry about a race. I mean, I don't worry about them, but not uh, not having to carve out some time in my busy weekend uh to be able to sit down and watch the race. Um uh looking forward to seeing Road America. Um I'll be on the road dr- driving, but uh, definitely will uh, have the radio broadcast on listening to uh Jay Query and uh Mark James and that uh, that whole crew uh be able to uh, tell me what it turn by turn what's going on at uh, road america it's going to be exciting and uh can't wait
4: yeah absolutely as as our intro showed there just uh one year ago with uh joseph newgarden uh taking uh, taking the road america win as you see the uh, schedule there up on your screen we are uh, slowly ticking away josh uh, believe it or not to uh uh, halfway uh, i believe in the indycar seasons you see right there uh june 18th uh, this weekend there at uh, at road america and uh, for people that may be a little bit uh, unfamiliar uh with uh, with what we're what, with what you're going to see uh this weekend here at uh, at road america let's uh, let's break this down Uh, For everyone here, Uh, let me get the right right, uh, graphics uh, up here and then we'll get this uh, charged up and ready to go. But yeah, here is the uh, the track map uh, right here should be coming up on your screen here momentarily uh, right there. Uh, Josh, this race is going to be 55 laps and uh, uh, 220.55 miles. Uh, Road America, established in 1955, is located midway between Milwaukee and Green Bay in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. It's legendary four mile uh, 14 turn road circuit has challenged the world's best racers for over a half century. The 640 acre park like grounds offer amazing viewing opportunities, fantastic concessions. I know we both would enjoy those, obviously, and high speed excitement to, to thousands of spectators each year. Uh, In addition to public race weekends, such as the Sunso Grand Prix at Road America, that's what's uh, taking place this weekend, uh, the track also offers group event programs. The Road America Motorplex for karting and supermoto, and the Road America Motorcycle and Advanced Driving Schools. So uh, there's a little bit there of the uh, the history uh, on this 14-turn road circuit there in the great state. Of West Wisconsin. Uh, Taking a look at uh, some of the past winners, Uh, Joseph Newgarden. Obviously, last year we just played uh, those highlights. Uh, Alex Pillow in 2021. And then there were uh, two races, believe it or not, in First, uh, first race was won by Scott Dixon. Uh, Second race was won by Felix Rosenquist. Uh, Also, uh, Alexander Rossi won in 2019. Uh, Joseph Newgarden again in 2018. Uh, Scott Dixon, uh, willpower, uh, and just the, the list goes on and on as I'm looking through here and there's really no, uh, after, after willpower won it in, uh, 2016, uh, there are really no active, uh, uh, IndyCar drivers currently, uh, that, um, that are past winners. Uh, let's take a look at the the schedule uh, that we are going to uh, be uh, be, de- be dealing with uh, this weekend. Uh, obviously, things are going to kick off uh, tomorrow or excuse me, on Friday, rather getting ahead of myself, four uh, o'clock uh, first practice. Uh, and then, like you said, you'll be able to hear all of these on uh, IndyCar radio on SiriusXM, or if you have the the script the subscription to uh, to Peacock, you'll be able to uh, watch all of these sessions uh, on there as well. And then uh, Saturday things really start to to ramp up a little bit, uh, starting at uh, ten fifty five is practice number two, and then uh, we're going to go a few hours later, one fifty five that first round of qualification. Followed at 2:20 uh, by the second by the round one group two rather of qualification, and then again on Saturday at 2:45 you have the second round of qualification, and then 3:10 uh, or at estimated time 3:10 uh, you're going to have the Firestone Fast Six uh, to see which driver is going to be leading the group into Turn One on Sunday. And speaking of Sunday, 10:15 uh, you have that uh, warm up, and then the green flag drops at one. 15 p.m eastern standard time again all of these are local times so uh interesting weekend i think uh, josh to uh, to say the least i know uh, i know how much you talk about uh, the the road course racing uh, that is done um if you had an opportunity i know uh you didn't come on uh, during road america last year i don't believe uh, but have you had an opportunity uh to uh, take a look at, at at the venue uh take a look at the track and, and some some spots you're going to be looking at or, or listening to or looking for rather uh this weekend
2: I haven't had a chance to, uh, I think I caught a little bit of the road America last year, but, uh, not much. I'm not f- very familiar, uh, with, with the track, but, uh, in your description, 17 turns, uh, I know, uh, Jimmy Johnson went out early last year and Pato just thought these are all from the, uh, from the highlights. Pato had, had some problems. Um, I'll be looking for looking at Joseph Newgarden, uh, with him winning, uh, winning twice in the last five years. That's, uh, that, that that shows me that that team is uh is strong at that uh at at that uh, at that track so I'll be looking at him um i think uh Pato Pato award having uh, having this week off having two weeks in between basically to uh to try to regroup and uh try to have a better performance than he's had in the last two races in the five hundred you know where he got spun out and then uh <clears throat> engine trouble troubles and some, uh, some other, some other misfortunate stuff, um, happening to him. Uh, but new garden going to be my guy that I look at. Uh, I mean, we can't, we can't discount, um, Pablo either not Pablo. Um, who am I thinking of? Um, Polo, sorry, Polo, uh, Polo, because he's on a tear right now too. He's having, he's having a fantastic uh, last couple races, uh, Coming back from from his problems at uh, at the 500 to be able to finish so high and also then winning at uh, the inaugural Detroit uh, street race, Uh, I think it's going to be a fun fun time fun times. Um, This is a course that uh, it reminds me kind of like Barber. It seems like in the description it made it seem like it was it's a being a road course. It's uh, got it got a lot of spectator vantage points so that they could, that can be, uh, that can be had, had good fun by all. Um, but, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, probably seeing, so, you know, I won't be able to watch the race cause I'm gonna be driving. I'll be, uh, I'll be, like I said, I'll be listening, but Later on, when I get in the hotel, I'll sit down and watch some of the highlights. And uh, I'm expecting there to be a lot of passes, a lot of uh, a lot of great driving. Hopefully, everybody drives safe and everybody comes goes home uh, well. And uh, I'm also hoping that Stingray this week can uh, can get uh, get over that hump and finish the race.
4: Yeah, there's definitely going to be, I, I think, a lot to. Um a lot to look for here uh definitely as you said uh, pointing out to Alex Pillow, obviously the the momentum that uh, that he has had that he's bringing into uh, this race uh, from the uh, from the month of May and then uh, a few weeks back in in Detroit so obviously the momentum uh, is on. Alex uh side. Just taking a look at at some track history and and, and trends at, at at Road America. Uh, this will be the eighth straight year that the series, uh, the NTT IndyCar Series, has been coming back uh, to this uh, historic venue. It's always been a uh, permanent place in the in the open on on rather uh, the open wheel calendar. Uh, they came here from every years from 1982 through 2007, uh, but uh, with the uh, unification between uh, IndyCar and Kart in uh, 2008, uh, Road America uh, was a casualty. Apparently, that was the uh, that was the uh, last time in 2008 when uh, when that series went there, and then uh, fired things back up in 2016. And they've been there ever since. Uh, six of the seven, uh, six of the seven races uh, have seen three or fewer yellows, including two in 2018 and 2019, uh, going caution free. Uh, this is something interesting too, uh, Josh. To pay attention to an uh, interesting nugget: the series champion, the NTT IndyCar Series champion, has been on the podium in road in the Road America race five out of the last six years so definitely something to uh, to watch out for especially if uh, alex Pillow, you know thinking that that bigger picture uh wants to uh find himself hoisting uh that uh, astro cup there at uh, at the end of the year going to be interesting to see if he uh can keep that trend up and and uh, and make the um uh, make the podium there as well uh just scrolling through we were talking about maybe some of the uh, the favorites to watch out for and I know uh stick around because uh, in the uh, uh later in the show obviously uh Mike from burnout sports uh burnout bets is gonna join us uh, to get uh, his take on what to uh, what to look what to look for uh this weekend and who to put uh, who to put that scratch on who to put that money on uh but I think some of these names are obviously not going to uh, surprise anybody I think uh, anybody from the gisi Uh, Camp, as you mentioned there, Alex Pillow, uh, starting with Alex Pillow, uh, the role he has been on. Uh, Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin, Will Power, uh, Roman Grosjean, Scott Dixon, uh, the aforementioned uh, Alex Pillow. And then uh, maybe some uh, some drivers, some teams uh, to uh, to keep an eye on that could be potential uh, sleepers. Uh, Colton Herta. Kyle Kirkwood, uh, the Arrow McLaren uh, trio of Pato Award, Alexander Rossi, who is a former winner, and uh, Felix Rosenquist, who is a, a former winner as well. Also, too interesting to see if uh, if maybe uh, Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing uh, can uh, can get off the Schneid uh, there a little bit with uh, Graham Ray Hall, Christian Lungard, and Jack Harvey. And then uh, uh, one year ago, believe it or not, as a one-man team, uh, Callum Eilott, uh finished 11th as a rookie there. Uh, just uh, just one year ago, and then uh, some fades. I know you talked about uh, you talked about this person, uh, Marcus Erickson. Uh, Simon Pagano, Elio Castroneves, and then uh, Renus VK of Ed Carpenter Racing. And, and Josh, speaking of uh, Ed Carpenter Racing, definitely going to have a, a different uh, look uh, this weekend. Uh, we'll get to the uh, news and notes uh, section for that uh, to uh, to discuss uh, the, uh, I, I think, I don't know if I'd use the word bombshell, uh, but uh, interesting news coming from uh, that uh, that camp there uh just a few days ago uh a driver parting ways and then uh what uh, 24 hours later i think uh a former uh, indy our former indy 500 winner uh is going to uh take that seat so uh definitely interesting news coming from the ed carpenter uh, camp but uh that's a rundown i think of of everybody that uh, we're keeping an eye on looking forward to uh as this uh, as this unfolds I wasn't able uh, to get any uh, driver uh, interviews uh, this week from uh, from Road America, so you're going to get uh, both of us here uh, for the next few minutes until obviously uh, uh, Mike joins us. But uh, Josh, I know we're we're slowly creeping up on on the halfway point uh, of the season and i know this is your first full season here uh in the uh, ntt indycar series on the the media side of things uh curious to uh, to get uh what your, your thoughts of, of of what you've seen uh what you've uh you know experienced so far in in your first full season uh covering indycar
2: uh, so far, um, I have, my, my experience has been great. Uh, the whole month of May was great going out there and seeing how, how great they treat the, treat the, treat the media plus, uh, all the, uh, all the, all the great things that, uh, that the drivers did. Um, unfortunately, I mean, we had Stefan Wilson that had his accident, but, uh, he, uh, he, he walked away, he walked away from it, so to speak. And he's, uh, he's on his way to recovery. Um, I have, I've, I've gotten a lot more insight and, uh, paid attention more to the, to the series, uh, being on, being on the podcast full-time this year. And it's, uh, it's truly helped me to appreciate what these drivers go through. Uh, the, <clears throat> and, um, how can I put this? Um, just, you know, I, 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 I always was a NASCAR fan and I always thought, you know, NASCAR was superior to IndyCar. And that was mainly because I didn't know the drivers, um, knowing, learning more and more about the drivers and interviews and just seeing how they interact on the, on the, on the radios and all that. And, uh, in different, different aspects of the, of, of the racing season has made me uh, appreciate them a lot more. Um, I always said that uh, IndyCar was never going to grow unless they got American drivers. Well, uh, I was wrong about that. You know, I, I was a stupid American for thinking that, uh, it, the, the personalities that these, uh, that these drivers have, um, in, in building their, in, uh, in a, displaying how their, their culture, you know, Helio's, uh, got such, such fire in his bones that, uh, he's got so much love for the, for the track and for the for the uh for the for the fans that he then uh, it shows shows his love of his country um you know we had um earlier in the season uh Pato getting into it with somebody else and you know another another uh uh, uh, uh reporter from his home country kind of uh, kind of was kind of was uh, up in arms over that because he felt somebody took it that, uh, somebody took a cheap shot at Pato. So, uh, I was wrong. Um, I, I have no problem admitting that. And I'm, I'm getting more and more excited every race that I watch, uh, watching these drivers and, uh, you know, it's a lot easier to drive a stock car because a stock car, you can just bang, you can, uh, bang and, um, you know, rubbing and racing, but here in the, uh, Here in the open wheel, it's so much more, it takes more patience, more finesse to be able to drive it, drive those cars. And uh, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't put into words how, uh, how awesome it is to, uh, to watch the, to watch these drivers. Uh, The in-car cameras give you a, give you access that uh, you've never, that no one's ever been able to see uh, with these, uh, with the in car, in car cameras. So, uh, I'm going to stop stammering, but, uh, it's been a great, it's been a great experience. Uh, we're almost halfway, uh, and I can't wait till the end, till the end.
4: Yeah, it, it's been uh, an exciting season. I think it's had, uh, it's ups and downs. It seems like it's, it's gone on longer than what it has. I, I can remember kicking the season off in, uh, you know, in, in, uh, late February there at uh, at St. Petersburg and you know the storylines in the the first i think uh, with the first quarter of the season we were talking about you know Pato award uh knocking on, on the doorstep there uh, you know I, I think i put it as him being the bridesmaid uh because uh, he was so close uh to grabbing uh, grabbing that uh, that first win of the season especially at uh St Petersburg where he had a little bit of bad luck uh, at the end of the race and then at um uh, Texas, uh, where he was in the lead, uh, lost it late, and then uh, uh, Yellow comes out and he couldn't uh, he couldn't reclaim it, and then at Indy, uh, just uh, eight short laps away from becoming a, a in, an Indy five hundred uh, winner, so. Uh, and and then I know remember we talked about a few weeks ago too back to Pato Award him being his his own worst enemy uh, getting you know getting in his own way and uh, he has been he was on first in points uh, now he's uh, he's come down a couple pegs so it's going to be interesting to see uh, with this time uh, taken off if he's able to uh, refocus and and get back to that uh, that that uh, that driving uh, that uh, that he did the first uh, few few races of the year and get himself back into contention. Uh, And then what a story I think we have developing uh, with, with Alex Pillow, especially if he's able uh, to, uh, come out of Road America with a good points day, and then just continue to to build upon that. Uh, what a way! If, if this is a final send off uh, for uh, for Alex Palou, as uh, you know, we've heard uh, that he's going to be in the fold next year uh, with with Errol McLaren, and what a stable of drivers they're putting together, not only in IndyCar uh, but uh, F1 as well. If this is where you know Alex Palou is going uh, one year from now, uh, what a way to uh, to send himself off uh, he'll be able to add a second um, uh, IndyCar championship uh, to his resume and like I said uh, you know kind of hit that walk off uh, home run for uh, Chip Ganassi if he is able to uh, hold on to that I believe he is the the points leader I think by 59 points uh, I think with with a handful of races left to go so uh, that's going to be interesting to Uh, to watch as well and then uh, you know what what we have coming up here as we've seen the the schedule we got to road america uh mid-ohio and then i know uh, we go to iowa and then uh nashville
2: don't forget toronto's Uh, in there somewhere
4: yep yep, toronto's in there uh nashville indy uh so like i said still got some great races left and and the storylines obviously um are going uh I, I wouldn't say right themselves uh, but they're definitely going to be uh watched here uh, as this uh, as this unfolds and uh you know we'll we'll be bringing you everything uh, from uh, from uh, you know the first race to St Petersburg uh, to the last one there at at Lu- at Laguna Seca and everything uh, in between uh let's take let's take throw a little bit of a curveball at, at people and we'll get to uh, get to the news and notes uh, because a lot of happenings uh this week, uh, josh specifically a lot of hap- happenings specifically uh when it comes to uh ed carpenter racing uh it, it, news story broke uh late last week i think i mean tuesday or wednesday of last week uh, i can't it was, remember which uh, it day was,
2: it was wednesday because it was right after we got done uh, d- it was the day after our uh Day after our podcast last week, okay. So
4: day. yes, it was. It was. It was when. Or so it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday.
2: Yes.
4: Wednesday afternoon. Uh, story comes out that um, Connor Daly and Ed Carpenter Racing have parted ways. Uh, and we we haven't. I have not been told anything else that that nobody or that anybody or I haven't been told extra that nobody else would know. Let me let me say that first. What I can tell you um, that, and again, I, I say this to Josh all the time. Uh, I, I, I've learned in this business, you have to ask the right questions, obviously. And my understanding from, from what I was told from this individual, and, and I'm sure Josh can, can figure who this is, I asked the question, did this come out of the blue, Actually, you know what? I, sh- I can read it uh, word for word. How I asked this, um, I said I asked the question: Was the what's the backstory between Connor Daly and Ed Carpenter Racing split up? And the response I got was not sure. Okay. Then I said I figured this has to be a hidden. There has to be a hidden story for this just to come out of the blue. And the answer I got was I don't think this was out of the blue. So obviously, context clues. If that, if that's correct, this has been boiling for a, quite a long time, and this finally boiled to the surface, and this was the only resolution that uh, Connor Daly and Ed Carpenter Racing could come up with. The number twenty entry for Ed Carpenter Racing will look a little different at Road America, and then the the tweet comes out from Ed Carpenter Racing on June 7th at 12:30. quote "This is the most difficult decision I have made as a team owner because I respect Connor and know what he means to IndyCar and its fans. Our team has not been performing at the level we are capable of this year. And despite making technical changes and investments in the off season, the 2000, 2023 has been extremely challenging. I have put a great deal of consideration into the current state of our team and realize it is my obligation to our employees, partners, and supporters to do whatever is necessary to alleviate our team's competitiveness. We sincerely wish Connor continued success and will cheer him on whatever he goes to next. So that is the statement that Ed Carpenter Racing put out on Twitter in a move that sent shockwaves through the IndyCar paddock Wednesday it was announced that Connor Daly and Ed Carpenter Racing have decided to part ways effectively immediately after over 3 seasons the status of the number 21 Chevrolet which is the other part of Ed Carpenter Racing driven by Renes VK is unaffected as well as the the ovals only program of Ed Carpenter in the number 33 Chevrolet Information regarding the driver of the number 20 bitnile.com Chevrolet. And we'll announce that driver. If you haven't heard yet shortly for the upcoming event at road, America will be released in due course. Now it wasn't 24 hours. And I have to think that this, this driver was already was already lined up because that's pretty quick to find a driver in less than 24 hours. I could be wrong, obviously, but, uh, you know, 2023 Indianapolis 500 entrant uh, for Dreyer Reinbold, uh, Ryan Hunter Ray was the replacement driver that uh, Ed Carpenter and Ed Carpenter Racing uh, decided to uh, put in uh, that number 20 car for the rest of the season. Now, what, what I find ironic about this, Josh, is that you take a Dryer Reinbold driver who drove for Dryer Reinbold at the 500, and he is now the full-time driver in the number 20 Chevrolet for Ed Carpenter Racing. Now, it was just announced within the last couple of days that Connor Daly is now going to be driving for Dryer Rhinebolt Racing in another uh, circuit, another style of racing. So I just find that uh, ironic there as well. Uh, and, and the article goes on. This is actually my article you can find on last word on motorsports uh, throughout the day. The rumors were swirling as to who the driver in the number 20 entry will be at Road America next week. And with no word from e- from Ed Carpenter Racing, according to our friends over at the Paddock Eye, that's Ben Johnston, who's been on here before. The two names surfacing are. Again, 2022 uh, Indy Next champion Lunas Lundquist, which, remind you, he tested just a few weeks ago for Ed Carpenter Racing. And then the other name uh, was former Indianapolis 500 winner Ryan hunter Ray, who uh, obviously was announced to do that. Now, after Carpenter put his response there out on Twitter, Connor Daly puts his out. So Ed Carpenter Racing releases theirs at 1230 30. Connor Daly puts his response out at 1254. Although we've mutually decided that it's in the best interests to take different paths. I'd like to thank Ed Carpenter racing for the past three and a half seasons. I'm grateful to everyone who has supported me past, present and into the future. I look forward to taking on the next opportunities that await. And I want to thank the fans for being with me, on this ride. Now, keep in mind, uh, Daly, who is a native of Noblesville, Indiana, uh, got his start in the Indy Next Series or Indy uh, Indy Lights, however you want to c- call that, before moving full time to the NTT IndyCar Series in 2013. Along with his IndyCar experience, uh, Connor has also driven in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, along with the NASCAR Xfinity Series, and the last two years with the Money Team, who is headed by uh, Floyd Money Mayweather in the in the NASCAR Cup Series, competing in the Daytona 500. Now, and again, I, I'm going to put this disclaimer out, and then I'll let uh, Josh talk about this. I wonder. And, and, and again, this is, this is pure speculation. I have no insider information. I I'm telling you my, my personal opinion on things with the relationship that not only Connor Daly has with, with bit Nile and bringing them over to the, uh, the, the NASCAR series um, on the uh, number 51 that he drove with the Dona 500. I wonder if Connor Daly is trying to convince Floyd Mayweather. You know, you have a team in NASCAR for selected races. Why not try your hand at at the NTT IndyCar series and I'll be your driver. That's just my personal opinion. Again, I have nothing to to back that up, but it's just pure speculation uh but but josh first uh you know i want to hear what you thought when this uh, uh story broke and and what what we may see uh from uh, Connor daly if he's ever to return uh to an indy car
2: Uh when i heard the story i mean i was a little uh, a little thrown off off thrown off guard but uh the more and more i thought about it it's a business decision uh as much as as much as fans want to uh want to you know, they want to be loyal to uh to different drivers and they think that teams should be loyal to them. It's a business decision. If uh if Daly's not being able to cut it in the car and the t- and Ryan Hunter Ray is is uh he that Ed Carpenter Racing feels that Ryan Hunter Ray is a uh, is a better fit for their team and can come come in and uh do better for them, then that's what they're gonna do. Um I think uh I think they gave they gave uh, Daily uh enough races to show them uh, hey we need you to uh, go out there and do a little bit better uh get a little bit better results and it just wasn't happening um and this was I don't think this was a out of the blue type of thing I think I think that um that Ed Carpenter probably went to Daily and sat him down and said look this isn't working out um I don't know if it's I don't know if it's us or it's you or you're just not happy or it's just we're not gelling we're not gelling like we should be and uh so we are gonna move on um I have no doubt that uh Ryan Hunter Ray was already in the mix for for the replacing uh, daily uh you don't just this isn't a uh this isn't a this isn't a Stefan wilson uh being take car being taken over by another driver due to an injury and it all coming together within 24 hours this is this is somebody taking over a full-time ride in the in ntt, in NTT and you're not just gonna call up somebody and be like hey i got another i got a, uh, I got a spot open you want to come drive i i would imagine this has been in the works for a little while and uh ed ed probably
4: Uh, it looks like we may have, we may have lost Josh there, uh, for a minute. So while he regains his,
2: sorry uh, about that, internet, I'm back now. I,
4: that's yeah. That's, I that thought we lost fault. there for a minute.
2: You did. Uh yeah, my dumb butt, uh, decided I was going to hit the power button on my, uh, on my computer. Uh, where I was saying, uh, I don't think this was a surprise. I think that, uh, Connor knew it. And I think he knew that Detroit was his last, uh, was his last race. And, uh. I'm glad that uh, he was able to get a ride in another series uh, with Dryer Reinbold. uh, Daly's, a, Daly's a stand-up guy and you know he he loves all kinds of racing. Um and on your theory about him trying to get uh, Mayweather to come over and uh, fund a team in NTT, I just don't see it happening. Um the i don't think flo i think floyd's good with coming in and uh and putting a race team together for the big races you know daytona uh maybe something maybe one of maybe the uh the firecracker 400 that's coming up this coming uh this coming july but i don't think that he really wants to put an investment into a full time team um I just don't see that. I don't see. I mean even though he's made millions, hundreds of millions, almost billions, a billion dollars in boxing. I don't think he has the funding nor do I think he could get the funding to uh to be able to um provide get a team and uh, be able to provide a full-time ride. Maybe he he can uh, he can convince him to do the Daytona 500 because then Floyd could get out there and show, you know, He's a glory hog. Um, and I don't, I think the big races are what he looks at. He doesn't look at the smaller races like barber or mid Ohio. He just looks at where can I make them? Where can I get, get myself out there in the most, in the most limelight. Um, I don't see Floyd as a, as an actual caring of the other, uh, caring owner. I think he just slapped his name on a, on a racing team and said, Hey, I got a racing team. Mega it's more, it's more, uh, it's more publicity I can get. So, uh, it's it's a it's a frustrating situation for Daly, but uh, I think he'll land on his feet as he always as he as he a, has already done in another series. Uh, I saw where where he's going, but I don't recall what uh, what he's going to be driving. But uh, I think he's going to be fine, and uh, I think uh, Ed Carpenter Racing is doing the best they can for themselves. And this was just a biz- business decision. I don't think there was any uh, anything personal behind it.
4: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, we, we talked about in that uh, uh, his his statement there on Twitter that the you know that team the 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 number twenty team wasn't living up to their expectations. Now, if that's gonna if that's where Ed Carpenter's going to set the bar, okay. I'm you know I'm not trying to stir the pot or or speculate. But if, if that's where we're going to set the bar at, and that's the reason why uh, Connor Daly and Ed Carpenter Racing decided uh, came to the conclusion of uh, parting ways, well, then you definitely have to take a deep look at uh, the other driver of Ed Carpenter Racing, Renus VK Now, Josh, in 53 races from 2020 to 2023, Fifty-three races. Renus VK has one win, four four podiums out of fifty-three races. One win, four podiums. So if if Connor Daly wasn't getting it done, then I think you have to take a close look. At, if that's your criteria, Ed Carpenter Racing. If that's your criteria. Well, you may have to take a look at Renus VK. In fifty-three races, he has one win and just four podiums.
2: Hmm. That's true. Um, I think I would also take into account. I'm not sure. I'd have to look up and see uh, the uh, age difference between uh, VK and uh, and and Daily. I'm not sure who's the younger driver. Who's the uh, who's the more who has the more potential. Um, I don't know. Maybe there was something more, but, uh, I, I just think that, uh, ro- that Ed Ed Carpenter racing looked at, looked at the situation and decided, you know what, we're going to go with, uh, we're going to go with, we're going to go a different direction. We're going to, uh, we're going to move on. Thank you, Connor. Uh, thank you for all you've done and, uh, good luck in your future endeavors. But, uh, We'll talk, only time will sell maybe maybe there's something that we're sitting there was maybe you're right maybe there's something behind the scenes that happened that uh just just didn't uh was, wasn't working too well with the team and uh and daily
4: well you asking for that that information and and I will give it to you uh connor Daly was born uh nineteen ninety one and renas vk was born in 2000 so uh connor has him by nine years but taking a look at connor's uh stats here since he joined ed carpenter racing um <laughs> all i can say is they're not good um out of let me count make sure i have this uh let's see that would be 33 40 races if if I have this correctly shorthand math here, uh, forty races for uh, Ed Carpenter Racing. Uh, Connor Daly has zero wins, zero podiums. So we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see if if maybe you know uh, shaking things up a little bit uh uh by uh, by ed there by relieve or by splitting uh, with uh, Connor daly uh curious to see how that affects uh Renis vk and his driving uh this week at road america and then uh you, you, we couldn't remember uh where uh, where Daly daly's going to next uh car veteran Connor daly gets seat in nitro cross series for drier reinbolt uh, racing so he's going to be in uh, the uh, daily will drive for Dreyer Reinbolt in nitro cross. I, I don't know. I don't know what nitro cross is. Uh, it looks like it looks like it, it could be a form of uh, NASCAR. The way the car is designed, we'll have to see. But yeah, that's where uh, Connor Daly landed uh, nitro cross for Dryer Reinbolt Racing. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how he does there. Uh, best of luck to him. And, and I think we both. Uh, we, I think we both can agree, uh, that, uh, IndyCar is better when, when Connor Daly, uh, is, uh, is in the sport and hopefully, uh, he's able to uh, get a ride next year, uh, full-time, part-time, uh, whatever that is, but definitely love to have, uh, Connor Daly back here in, uh, in IndyCar for sure. So. With uh, with that being said, uh, we're, uh, we're getting down to uh, to the bottom uh, of the hour, which tells us that uh, uh, Mike from uh, Indie, uh from excuse me, uh, Mike from Burnout Bets, Burnout Bets, and Burnout Sports. Try saying that both at the same time. Uh, should be uh, stepping in here uh, momentarily to give us a little bit of a uh, preview or taste of what to expect on the betting aspect. Of, of things this weekend uh, when, uh, when uh, IndyCar invades uh, the land of the cheese, Land of the cheese heads in in Wisconsin. And uh, I was actually uh, asked today um, Josh, to uh, if I was going to go to that race and if it wasn't for a, a prior obligation, I could have actually fitted in the schedule. Uh, being off on Monday or being off on Friday. And uh, for some of us, a uh, federal holiday on Monday. So I actually, if it wasn't for a prior obligation, um, I could have maybe made the trip to, uh, uh, to Wisconsin there at, at road America. But uh, unfortunately uh, prior obligation uh, that uh, is vastly more important uh, is let going the fa- to let uh, the
2: fans know what, what's the prior obligation. Let's, let's, let's give it a oh, shout out. What is it?
4: Oh, I'm leaving on a cruise.
2: No, no, I'm leaving on the cruise. That's me. <laughs> oh, you're you leaving.
4: Oh, I have my my daughter. Actually, believe it or not, looking at the calendar, uh, turns uh, turns seven uh, tomorrow. Oh so that is okay. the uh, obvious uh, prior obligation. Uh, her uh, her party's going to be this Saturday. So it'd be awful tough uh, to be in Wisconsin and Indiana at the same time. But somebody that I know can be in two states at one time is uh, Mike from burnout sports, uh, burnout bets, uh, Mike, before we get into, uh, giving a little bit of preview of road America, uh, this week, we were just talking about, uh, the news, uh, uh early last week from Ed Carpenter racing with Connor Daly. Uh, curious to get your take. I know you, uh, you know, you and Connor, uh, probably speak from time to time through, uh, through Tony or whatnot. Uh, but, uh, what did you think about how that all went down?
5: uh i don't That really i have a strong opinion either way i mean business like i mean the fact of the matter is like if i look at it from the betting perspective connor hasn't won a thing right so he's i've never you know he's not a guy i ever look to bet on i never expect too much out of him and if you never expect anybody can win and you're uh, a race uh, ownership and racing i mean if he's bringing in sponsorship dollars i guess that's one thing but yeah it's probably time to move on and find try to find some some winners you know he's a great guy I uh, love the guy, super cool, great driver, but I don't know. I'd be, I would be, be interested to see if he, how he would do if he had like some uh, better equipment, better team, but yeah, that's uh yeah, that's the business side. It was, you know, not, it's like the NFL, not for long, right. Same, same deal in any car. Like you got to perform and you have to make sure you're bringing in the money and keeping the sponsors happy. So you, you have those two things that you got to balance out and you know, he just didn't really do that. Uh, I at least they let him run Indy, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not, that, that, any for me.
4: <laughs> yeah, that that's basically, I think, what uh, you know, what Josh said there is, you know, this is a business. At the end of the day, this is a business, and uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, Connor just wasn't uh, performing uh, up to par. No, you know, that's no no credence to him. Uh, just he just wasn't performing, and going to be interesting to see going forward now with uh, Ryan hunter Ray uh, in that seat, uh, if there's any uh, uh, heat in the seat uh, for arenas uh, vk because 54 races with with ed carpenter racing one win in only four podiums out of those 54 races so going to be interesting to see if he uh, turns up uh, turns up the heat there a little bit but uh, road america this weekend uh, uh, the great state of wisconsin uh, joseph newgarden the defending champion uh, alex polo coming in with uh, with all the momentum i think from uh, what happened at the road course indianapolis top five finish at the 500 and then uh, dominating Detroit uh, as he did. Uh, Who do you see uh, this weekend uh, putting some, uh, putting some scratch on?
5: Uh, So this is interesting. I'm going to try to treat this week a little bit like last week. So uh, we don't have a ton of history at Road America in the, uh, the arrow screen error. Let's say that five times fast. Um, But, uh, and and you, they also got the new asphalt on the track. Like, that's going to screw things up. That's going to change packages. That's going to change, like, so these these teams, I think, are going to be going in a little bit blind to this track, kind of like they were doing last week in Detroit. Um, I think the same, you know, with new asphalt on, with, with, with new asphalt laid on the track, you can't necessarily show up with the same balance and the same setup you had in the car. So I'm going to take a pretty much a wait-and-see approach. I'm going to watch practice on Friday, listen to what the drivers say, try to get way more information than the sports books have uh, and then see maybe if they make some mistakes and they post some lines The two guys you mentioned are on my radar new garden and pull the only other guy who's got a ton of history here is rossi um so if rossi you know if rossi gets put out there um at a crazy number then maybe that's something i'm interested in Ward was super strong here had a mechanical breakdown last year if i recall he kind of got hosed uh wasn't his fault necessarily just the car broke and he was fast so he'll probably be the favorite. So I don't think, I don't know, actually, Palo is probably going to be the favorite, to be honest. And Pat will probably be right there behind him. So, look, to me, it's for betting purposes for this race this weekend. It's all about numbers. Uh, it should always actually all be all about numbers. You bet numbers, not drivers. Just like in uh, any sport, you bet numbers, not teams. Um, so you bet numbers, not drivers. This is, um, this is one of those weeks I think is pretty wide open. And based on what numbers the sports books out there is what I'll decide uh, to bet. So I'll post anything on, on Twitter that I see, or that looks like it's, it's a line that's off. You know, if I can get below at a good number or like a below top three at a high number, and I think he's going to qualify well, but um, right now my plan mainly is going to be uh, to wait till Sunday morning and uh, or Saturday night when the lines get posted after qualifying. Cause you know, this is one of those races too. Like you got to be in the top five uh, to win the race. So and, and you know how it goes with any card like the it's you're you're splitting some very little less than second you know mill, thousands of a second hairs in, this, in these qualifyings uh in these fields top to bottom so if something happens and you don't make that top six you're not winning this race um you know if you look at the history it's it's the top three is all scattered with guys that start in the top five to side five six so you got to make the fire someone fast six so i may wait to see who makes that and then just decide You know where I'm going to put my money. Just like I did in Detroit, it was a choice between Pelot and McLaughlin. Went with Pelot. You know, luckily he won the race, won all the money. So we'll see. It'll probably be a week like that again.
4: Uh, Mike, Mike, do you think it's going to be a safe bet um, if if Pelot continues the streak that uh, he is on? And and I don't know if you heard this or not, but uh, out of the last uh, seven uh, races at Road America. The uh, NTT IndyCar, the eventual uh, NTT IndyCar Series champion has podiumed six out of those seven races. Uh, is it safe to say that uh, Pato Award is going to be the favorite odds on favorite or close to it uh, for the remainder of the season if he continues what he's doing?
5: Uh, you mean Polo for the championship? Or Pato? Uh, Polo is,
4: I think. I mean, let me rephrase that. Is is, is Polo... Yeah. Is Palo going to be the favorite in the remaining races or towards the top? If he continues the, uh, the momentum that he's on.
5: Oh, for sure. Yeah. The sportsbooks don't know what's going on in any car. They're just going to react to the championship standings. Um, and, uh, that's usually how they're placing their bets or how, how they're setting their odds lines. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know who sets the lines for Indy car. I, I, you know, they know a little bit of what's going on, uh, but they should know enough to know that Palo is, uh, on fire right now. I expect him to be the favorite this weekend followed by award uh, really closely and he's deserving. So I, I did see some I did see somebody uh, post the IndyCar championship market. I haven't verified this myself just yet. But below is a, a minus favorite to win the championship here. That's a big that's that's huge this year. I can't recall seeing a a minus number on a favorite uh, this early or middle of the year IndyCar car season uh, if you want to call it. So that's gonna be super interesting to see how that plays out. I actually saw that, and my in my inclination was to go bet New Garden Award, um, one of those other guys, because I thought their numbers would go up. But when I looked at it, their numbers were still sitting at like four to one, five to one to win the championship. So they moved moved below to a big favorite, but you didn't get the offset of the other guys going higher uh, to like the nine to one, ten to one range. I have a I have a ticket for an Award and New Garden both win the title this year um hello is gonna spoil my party i think because i i do think like he's on fire um you know and he's been strong at ovals too so you know i don't think he's gonna necessarily like you know of course i'm, I'm ready to bet joseph at iowa or pato at iowa um and uh i think there's courses that don't necessarily favor pillow but he also has some really strong history like at this point all he's gonna do is keep the card in the top five the rest of the year and he's he's gonna walk away with the title so um yeah, I'm interested to see how it plays out. I do expect him to be the favorite though.
4: Josh, I know you're going to be away uh from uh, from the computer possibly this weekend. Uh and uh anything anything you want to ask Mike cuz I know like I said you may be, you may be out of the country uh, this weekend.
2: I won't be out of the country by this weekend. Uh, not sure where I'll be. I'm driving down to Orlando. Uh, get on a cruise ship on Monday, so I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to uh, make any uh, make any wagers. I can't remember if Florida is a uh, online wager or not. But um, uh, what you know what? I don't really don't have any questions. I mean, I'm 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 leaning heavily on New Garden this week just because. He's uh he he's a two-time winner and he won last year and he's having having a great year so far. Um, what what one question I would have is um, you you talk about you you get you get uh you get uh overseas odds. Where do you find those at? Like where could I find those at? Like uh, international odds or other sports books that are not uh, commonly known?
5: Uh, the two biggest ones I know are Bovada. Um, LV so Bovada is a big one, they're probably the most popular one. My bookie dot AG is another one. Um, Bovada has better IndyCar odds than my bookie does. My bookie is always very small and late to the party, maybe Sunday only. Um, you might be able to look to bets 365. Um, but if you're in Florida, I would say go to Bovada if you want to set up an account. That's uh, you know, I do some some wagering with them because I'm in Florida so. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's the, that's the big one I would say. And the one that I've okay. at least heard from most people that, um, when you want to withdraw funds, you
2: get them. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a, that's always a big thing to have. Um, yeah, I was always wondering about that. Uh, you always say you, you have overseas odds or other international odds. And I've always wondered about, wondered about getting those and where, where you were at. Uh, that's about all I've got. Uh, I mean. I mean, like, like you said, it's just pretty much straightforward. There's pretty much five, five drivers, five drivers that, uh, you know, that are currently, uh, currently dominating. Um, you know, Polo was one of them at the beginning and I think he's, he's, uh, he's, he's holding on strong, uh, Pato. Hopefully he can snap out of it and, uh, do something this week, maybe make us some money. Um, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see.
5: Yeah, look, the McLaren cars have been fast here, but so is the Andretti cars, and that, like, throws a little bit of a wrinkle into, like, it's almost like the big four for this track. Like, there's certain tracks where Andretti shows up um, and, and makes it, like, a big four of, of teams. The rest of the season, you know, it's pretty much been the big three, or, you know, and there are even some tracks that McLaren doesn't have a good history at, and then it becomes the big two, Penske, Ganassi, so... Um, and even in within the staples of each, uh, like Ganassi's got some drivers, you know, some cars that are not as strong. But um but yeah, so I think uh, you know, Ericsson's got some good history here. Um new Gardner, I think you're right on point. Like he's definitely a good driver to watch. He loves this track. But honestly, I, I do think we gotta wait and see this this new pavement. Like I'm nervous about this new pavement. This I think that's a thing, uh, in terms of uh like setups and and who's gonna be strong and, and who's Somebody's gonna have to guess right, one of these engineers. So uh, keep an eye on it. And then uh, hopefully, like the sports books might not react, uh, like, you know, on Friday night. So we see Friday practice, and then we can get on there Friday night, Saturday morning before qualifying and use some of the information we have from the first two practices uh, to to make some bets at some bigger number. That's what I'll be looking to pick off. So watch the two practices, see what happens, see who gets the setup right, who's fast off the truck. Usually, practice two is something to key in on. Uh, for the qualifying runs they'll get some soft tires watch it on peacock listen to what the guys have to say like that you'd be surprised at all the info you can get um and then maybe pick off a couple numbers before qualifying and then after that you know you can see where see where the qualifying lands out and and stick to you know kind of betting that top of that board and and that's where the winners are going to come from on this track really second place there's a lot of history to be second to start second and win this race i believe i think i saw two or three winners have come from second so you know it's, that's a stupid trend, but it's a trend.
2: <laughs> Mike, you got a party going on in the background there? I, I hear a lot yeah. of screaming.
5: We, my kids have some friends over. Who knows? Oh. Who knows what they're tearing up right now?
2: <laughs> Hopefully nothing expensive.
5: That's fine. This is I'm in I'm in my spot. They can't <laughs> come in here.
4: <laughs> there you go. There you go. I think you know what? I think each of us have one of those. But uh Mike, the last two questions that, that I have, I think the first one may be uh tough to uh tough to answer due to the fact like you said putting down the new pavement uh is there a, a rookie or somebody a dark horse that you would just uh throw a dart at uh just to take a chance on this weekend
5: no but not right now like i was looking around there's nothing um i don't know speaking back to our for earlier conversation i don't know why he picked ryan hunter ray like i have no interest in in ryan hunter ray um I would have gone with some sort of young gun and seen if you found, you know, struck gold somewhere. Um, But uh, no, nobody, nobody off the top. Like again, unless one of these rookies or somebody comes runs off and it's hot in practice and can put the car up there, you know, Lungard, I guess, if you want to give, if I have to give one, Lungard's a guy, I'll watch to see where he's at. He's been really good on these permanent road circuits. Obviously he was on the pole um, at Indy. So, uh, you know, he's a guy I think can top three, top five.
4: last one last one that i have and i would imagine this is probably gonna be closer to uh, race day this weekend uh you and tony discussed doing a a spaces and if you do or you know after you go when you do uh you want to tell everyone where they can find it at
5: yeah uh you know tony and i were talking we're probably gonna do something saturday night uh it's hard to do it on sundays and he's at the track and then uh, i got a golf game set up for sunday so i'll be uh i'll be on the golf course right up until the start of the race and uh playing some golf with my dad on father's day and then it's a big weekend for golf i got a bunch of golf that's going on so uh saturday night uh we'll tweet it out we'll we'll try to get the schedule even if it's not live or you can't make it live um you know the recording it'll be on twitter we'll get the recording and they're usually you know no longer than five to 15 minutes depending on what we want to talk about and so we'll get a just follow up uh, at burnout bets on twitter at Indy underscore bet and uh, i'll make sure to uh get all the information out there
4: Mike, uh, good stuff as always. Look forward to seeing uh, what you, Tony, and the uh, rest of the gang over there uh, put out uh, for uh, for this weekend. Uh, hopefully make, uh, make some money, and then uh, we'll come back on uh, about a week from now and uh, uh, talk about our winnings. How's that sound?
5: That sounds like a plan. Hopefully we stay hot, find another winner. Appreciate it. I'm going to go see uh, if my house is in one piece. Good luck yeah all right good
4: uh, good luck with Perfect. that good luck with that mike uh yep uh huge uh, huge thank you yep huge thank you as always uh for uh mike for joining us and giving his uh betting analysis uh hopefully uh he has made you guys uh some money uh through this uh over this year and uh you've uh, you've been able to bankroll it uh to uh to other sports or for uh other sports here as we uh as we, uh, you know, get halfway in, in the, uh, IndyCar season. So, uh, that does it, I think, Josh, for, uh, for this episode, uh, a lot of information, uh, to, uh, to digest, to break down, uh, stay tuned to, uh, the, uh, push to pass on Twitter. As you see on social media, rather, as you see that going at the uh, bottom of the, uh, of the screen there, uh, any updates, uh, results practice times etc and then also uh, stay tuned over at uh, last word on motorsports that's where you'll find uh, my articles about uh, the uh, race at uh, road america uh, this weekend as well uh, josh anything else you want to add before we get to the uh, show closer and we uh, drop the checkered flag
2: um just wanted to say uh, good luck on the show next week i won't be here i'll be uh, somewhere in the caribbean uh, drinking margaritas and, uh, just sitting by the pool. So I uh, hope it's a great show next week. Um, and, uh, I'll see you guys all in about two weeks when, uh, we're probably breaking down, breaking down mid Ohio.
4: Uh, Sounds good. And hopefully you'll have a margarita two, three or four uh, for uh, everyone that uh, that watches. But with that being said, uh, it is time to drop the checkered flag. So for myself, Josh and everyone else that makes this show possible, we will see you in one week's time. Enjoy this coming Sunday at Road America.
3: It's America's national park of speed, and we're going to see plenty of that here this weekend. I'm Dave First with three things heading into the Rev Group Grand Prix presented by AMR Road America. Man, there is nothing like it. Four-mile permanent road course featuring, of course, the moraine sweep, hurried downs, and well, the NTT IndyCar Series will be all out heading in the turn number five, topping out at around 190 miles an hour. Quickest section, non-oval, we'll see all season long. And they'll have to go all out to get a win here. But as we all know, this season, past performance, not exactly indicative of future results, right? Seven different winners already this season. And that is just four shy of the minor-day record. We haven't seen an eighth different winner yet in the NTT IndyCar Series, but we have seen the eighth car win. And perhaps that... That W at Detroit is exactly what Marcus Erickson needed. The fans all want to see Marcus, says Chip Ganassi racing and the entire paddock unload for this big, big weekend. And for Marcus, he's got to love an old school American or European road course like Road America. So if you're the 30 year old Swede, yeah, timing is everything. And now just might be the time for the eight car. Finally, there's been a lot of talk about drivers that have already won this year, but how about a driver we wonder how he has it? Graham Rahal. Have you noticed how he's carved his way through the field week after week, race after race? He's plus 30 in positions made this season. Clearly just one break away from getting back in victory lane. Perhaps it's going to happen right here where his dad won pole twice and his grandfather Road America even once raced sports cars, even in Wisconsin. There's nothing cheesy about that. We'll have coverage throughout the weekend on IndyCar.com, the IndyCar app powered by NTT data with onboard cameras and in-car communication. And you can watch the Rev Group Grand Prix presented by AMR Sunday, noon Eastern on NBCSN.